Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you for the grace this morning to come into your presence. Thank you for the privilege to worship the King of Kings, to worship the Lord of all lords, to worship the master of the universe, to worship the creator of the whole world, the creator of the whole universe. Thank you for this great privilege. Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you praise that you are Yahweh. We give you praise because you are Jehovah, Lord. We give you praise because you are our Father. We give you all the praise, Master. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you just for who you are, Lord. Thank you because you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You are the only one who is holy, who is righteous, who is faithful, Lord, who is love. We give you all the praise, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we worship in your presence this morning, we ask, let your name alone be glorified. Let your name alone be exalted in all the heavens, in all the earths. Beneath the earth, let your name alone be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. As we worship in your presence and read the word this morning, we are speak to us once again. Let your words resonate in our hearts. Help us to understand the words of revelation. And let us uh, be blessed this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Morphe Eyenike. We continue our study of the book of the book of Revelation. Yesterday we completed chapter 13 and I've gotten so many questions, so many questions on the two beasts okay so um so a few questions here and there and i would like to clarify a a few of them of course someone wrote to me and said look she this uh this period has been the clearest for her in understanding the book the book of revelation somebody wanted to to understand more about the antichrist and how it will be revealed okay so um, what I will do today, if we can, we will start reading Revelation chapter 14. But I, I would want us to read again, read Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, Second Thessalonians chapter 2, and then remind ourselves of, of what Daniel saw about the Antichrist. So, so many people in the Bible saw something, a vision about the Antichrist. Remember in Daniel's vision, right? In Daniel's vision, how he saw those those four beasts coming out coming out of of the sea, and how he sees this beast that has that has you know uh, ten arms, and in the midst of them he sees this this little arm. Okay, so 
telling us that the Antichrist is not going to start as great as the other ones. It's little in the midst of them. That is how I know his appearing is going to be. He's not going to appear as the Antichrist. Um, and that's why when we read, um, when the seals be- began to break in the book of Revelation, the first seal breaks, the Bible says that he goes forth to conquer. He goes forth. His intention is to conquer. But the word, because the word sees him riding on a white horse, they don't realize that that is the reason why he has come. So let's read Second Thessalonians today. Um, yes, the Apostle Paul, because the Thessalonian church had questions for him also about who the Antichrist Christ was. They were worried about the second coming of Christ uh, because during this period, they were wondering, had he come? As the Antichrist manifested himself, they wanted to know how would they recognize him when he come. All right, let's read Second Thessalonians chapter two this morning. It says, "Event parallel to the Lord's second coming." So, the Lord's second coming is the end of the three sets of seven judgments. Okay, in the book of Revelation that we have been seeing, we have seen all all the seals broke we have seen up to the sixth trumpet the seventh trumpet the seventh trumpet is about to blow and then after that we will see the seven vials it is at the end of the seventh vials uh, that we see the lord's second coming but paul says here these are the events prior to the lord's second coming prior to the end okay at uh, the end of of the vows. It says, Now, dear brothers and sisters, let us clarify some things about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and how we will be gathered to Him, okay, to meet Him. How we will be gathered to meet Him. Don't be so easily shaken or alarmed by those who say that the day of the Lord has already begun. Mm. So, in this time, there were those who felt that the day of the Lord had already begun. Like I said, you know, I said the contemporary style of interpreting the book of Revelation okay, tells you that everything that is happening in the book of Revelation is situated in their own day. Okay, so there are those who say that everything that is happening, the man of, um, of lawlessness that is revealed, for example, all of them is... Um, referring to the emperors during their time domitian for example who who goes into the temple defiles the temple destroys the temple all of it is situated in their own day it's okay so paul tells them that look be don't be easily shaken or alarmed by those who say that the day of the lord has already begun don't believe them paul says even if they claim to have had a spiritual vision don't believe them this is a revel- have a spiritual vision, a revelation, or a letter supposedly from us. He says, don't believe them. Why? Don't be fooled by what they say. For that day will not come until there is a great rebellion against God. And the man of lawlessness is revealed. The one who brings a destruction. Did you hear that? So, like I said, the Antichrist sets forth, starts, begins... The tribulation 
he is the rider on that white horse i clarified that again and again yesterday he is the rider on that white horse that is revealed with the breaking of the seal yes jesus the lamb of god is the one who breaks the seal the first person revealed christ is the one who breaks the seal the first person that is revealed when the seal is broken the first seal is broken is the antichrist he says look on he says uh, until there is a great rebellion against god and the man of lawlessness is revealed the one who brings destruction okay so we saw him when as he as he went forth when we go back to revelation we'll read a few chapters again again about him when he began to go forth and then um when he appeared as the beast and i said those are two two different expressions of him the rider on the white horse goes forth not as a man of lawlessness is go he goes forth as a man of peace someone trying to bring because this period will be a period of turmoil in the world yes because there will be so much so much violence in the world imagine the day of rapture just imagine it when rapture happens imagine the number of flights that will crash for example the number of you know uh, of misunderstandings that will happen people that will go and um countries would think that uh, they were kidnapped <laughs> south korea north korea jesus okay that they were kidnapped and so countries will be trying to fight against each other he would be able to restore peace to the whole world okay he will be able to restore peace and then bring in a, a period of calm it will last for three and a half years the antichrist will be able to do that okay but eventually he will be revealed as a man of lawlessness he is that that first beast we see coming out coming out of of, of the of, of the sea and we saw him not just rising him as in him alone as a person but we see his system of government fully revealed himself verse 4 says he will exalt himself and defy everything that people call god so we know that this is the beast it is the beast that goes into the temple and defiles it if the beast is the abomination of desolation that daniel was referring to when the daniel says that when you see the abomination of desolation standing in the place where it ought not to ah <laughs> jesus himself said when you see that run run to the mountains those because you have been left behind run jesus said those if you are on the house top don't come down <laughs> um says woe to them who are with child during this period because it will be a period of great affliction okay he says he will exalt himself and defy everything that people call god and every object of worship he would even sit in the temple of god claiming that he himself is god he will unite every uni religion one world religion okay all the religions are not one now it is during this time that it will unite all religion under one one word religion so i did a study the first time where we, we did this and it we studied together we read the text in um in the quran and compared them to the text in the bible and you will be shocked you will be shocked at the similarities okay the similarities 
it's it's almost jaw-dropping it is almost jaw-dropping i'm not going to read read them here this time because i got a lot of pushback during that period but they are online okay so you can you can easily get them and and listen to them again i got a lot of pushback so last year march last year we did this series you know on revelations 13 and then i talked about the antichrist and and the religion that was going to was going to push him forth okay it was going to be islam okay so you will see you will be your your jaws will drop at the very text the wordings okay but why the bible calls him the antichrist calls him the man of lawlessness you know the quran talks about him as the one who will bring peace he is the one who will bring righteousness who will, who will establish righteousness in the in the earth it is jaw dropping okay he fulfills everything the bible says he will fulfill in the quran but why the outcome of the Bible says that Christ will come down and destroy him? The Antichrist, the, the Quran paints him as the one who eventually will bring righteousness on the earth. It is jaw-dropping. Okay? So, I am certain, I am more than certain that um, the first beast is the Antichrist. More than certain. Okay? So, it says there that, look, um, claiming that he himself is God. He says, don't you remember that I told you about all this when I was with you? And you know what is holding him back? There's something holding the Antichrist back. And you know what is holding him back? For it can, for it can be revealed only when his time comes. There are two things holding the Antichrist back. His time has not come, and then there is someone holding him back. His time has not come, and there is someone holding him back. Let's read that verse again. 6. And you know what is holding him back, for it can be revealed only when his time comes. For this lawlessness is already at work secretly, as in this law. So, if the Antichrist cannot be revealed, okay, and his lawlessness is already at work, what is going on? Yes, because already you know that I mentioned the fact that we have seen a type of the Antichrist before. Antiochus Epiphanes was a type of the Antichrist. So there is the spirit of the Antichrist. There is the system of the Antichrist. Okay, we've seen the nations, the nations through which his government, through which the Antichrist has worked, worked up, up to now. Okay, and then there is the man of the Antichrist. It is that man that he says that he is being all held back. But that system of government is still in place today. That spirit of the Antichrist is still at work today. You look at government, you look at nation, you will see the spirit of the Antichrist. Okay, that spirit that talks about lawlessness and defiles everything that is God, that says that man is not man, man is woman, woman is man, turns truth upside down. It is the spirit of the Antichrist. Okay, and he's already at work. But he is being held back. The man himself is being held back because his time has not come. He says, for this lawlessness is already at work secretly and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. So first, time. Second, the one holding it back steps out of the way. So there are those who say the one holding it back 
is the Holy Spirit. That when the Holy Spirit steps out of the way with the rapture, you know, when the rapture happens, then he will reveal himself. Okay, so that can be correct. Two things can be correct. It can be the Holy Spirit or it can also be the fact that the Holy Spirit is here because the church is also here. When the church also is raptured, the Holy Spirit steps out of the way. So it can be that the church also is the one holding, holding the Antichrist back. But when the church steps out of the way, the man of, of sin, the man of lawlessness, Jesus is called the Son of God. <laughs> he is called the Son of Partition. <laughs> Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. This man of lawlessness is called the Prince that is to come. <laughs> the Antichrist, the counterfeit. He says, then the man of lawlessness will be revealed. Um, let me step back seven again. For this lawlessness is already at work secretly and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. Since then the man of lawlessness will be revealed, but the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming. We know that that will only happen at the second coming of Jesus. So, for what we have been reading in the book of the Revelation, we know so many things will happen Okay, after he's revealed, before Jesus, uh, before the three and a half years where he has the freedom to do whatever he likes, and then Jesus will eventually slay him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming. Nine, this man will come to do the work of Satan hmm? with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. I said yesterday that the Antichrist will be able to do miracles because he will have the power of Satan. You see, those who know God only by signs and wonders, you will be deceived. This man will have counterfeit power, signs, wonders, miracles will follow him. And he will also be able to give that power. We saw it in 13. He gave his power to the second beast. And on his behalf, just like Jesus gives his power to his apostles, to his, 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 his disciples, Jesus said, Behold, I give you power to trample upon snakes and scorpions. He too will give power to, to his first prophet, who also will be able to call down fire like Elijah, call down fire from heaven. Hmm. Uh, if miracles is all that helps you understand who is God and who is not God, you are in trouble. Hmm? This man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. He will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction because they refuse to love and accept the truth that will save them. So God will cause them to be greatly deceived and they will, they will believe these lies. Then they will be condemned for enjoying evil rather than believing the truth. Okay, so we can see here that um, the Thessalonian church wanted clarity on this issue. And I hope that you have gotten uh, that clarity this morning. Um, so the man, the Antichrist, has not been revealed. Okay, he has not been revealed. One of the questions I got, he has not been revealed yet. He is still to come. He will soon come. Okay, but the spirit of the Antichrist is already at work. You see it at work in governments. You see it at work in in school um, school system. You see it at work in in nations of the world. The, the the system of the Antichrist 
is at work even even today okay so um what we must just do jesus says look that we should have nothing to do with evil instead we we expose evil with the light it is the duty of the light to 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 stand against evil so we don't agree to the to the way of 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 the antichrist the spirit of the antichrist but we expose we expose him hallelujah all right so let's read now let's now go to revelation and let's read a few things about the antichrist first of first as when jesus breaks the first seal Revelations chapter 6, we read this already. It says, as I watched the Lamb, Revelations chapter 6 verse 1, as I watched the Lamb broke the first of the seven seals on the scroll, I said, the scroll that begins to break reveals the Antichrist, that first rider. It says, then I heard one of the four living beings say with a voice like thunder, come. I looked up. So who is this saying come to? To John or to uh, the events are about to to comfort. He says, I look up and saw a white horse standing there. Its rider carried a bow. It is standing there. Eh? It has always been there. <laughs> the spirit of the Antichrist. It has always been there manipulating the whole world. I looked up and saw a white horse. He is not riding into the scene. Okay? He has always been there. I looked up and saw a white horse standing there. Its rider carried a bow and a crown was placed on his head. He rode out to win many battles and to get to gain the victory. I said this is this this was the, this is the antichrist. As it goes as it goes forth riding on this white on this white horse is wearing a crown symbolizing victory. You know, um, he's carrying a bow. Okay, so if you see a bow, you are not thinking, you're not thinking this person can do any harm, right? A bow really will not do anything without the arrows. Okay, so everyone thinks the Antichrist is like that, a man of peace. And I'm telling you, when he comes, I said earlier that look, when you look at what the Quran says says about about him, and you look about what the Bible says about him, it is the same thing. Okay, which they say exactly the same thing. The difference is the outcome. The outcome of the Bible says that he is the Antichrist. He comes to establish peace, trying to preach peace to the whole world. We know this because the church has gone, the rapture has happened. The church is not here. Is trying to bring peace to the whole world. The Quran agrees to this. But the Bible says that he is the Antichrist. Um, the Quran says he is the one that will save the whole world. Hallelujah. So he is the one who goes forth. A crown is placed on his head and he will rule. Yes, he will win. He will win his, all his battle. We see all that follows him. Okay? pestilence, diseases, destruction of every kind. And then we see him again in Revelation 13. Revelation 13, we just read Revelation chapter 6. Revelation 13, we see him as a beast rising up. Now, we said, look, that first seal that breaks is the beginning of the tribulation, the beginning of the seven years. The beast out of the sea. We said this is about the, mid, the middle points when the great tribulation 
the three and a half years is over we enter the second half another three and a half years this is the period when the beast is revealed uh, this is the period where it will be it will be i said look it would not just satan would not just only give him his power and i i believe that the antichrist that is revealed with the breaking of the first seal is not yet possessed by satan okay the beast eh, is physically possessed by satan when you see him he will exude evil yes he will exude evil yes and he's revealed rising up out of the sea in verse one he had seven heads ten horns ten crowns on his head i said these are the system of government the system of the antichrist that has been from right from daniel's days even before the egyptian kingdom the assyrian kingdom it will merge all of it together we saw the beast coming out in verse 2 look like a leopard look like a bear and then had the mouth of a lion we said this combined all all the beasts that daniel sees in his vision in daniel chapter 7 and we said this was the system of the antichrist you know and he says that look the dragon gave the beast his own power and throne and great authority during this period he will be possessed and i'm telling you he will do he will do wonders one of his wonders is that he will be wound he, he would have a wound a fatal wound the fatal wound they're one of the things i didn't i didn't i didn't clarify yesterday fatal wound even though i think i did eventually the word fatal there is you know life-threatening it's death actually the greek word for fatal wound is is death okay he will die and then he would rise up again and when he rises up again wow this guy goes to 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 destroy the old, all that are left behind and you will see them shortly okay you know that up to this point the 144 have been preserved from everything that is going on on the earth you will now see in revelations chapter 14 that the antichrist will, will kill them the antichrist will kill them he will destroy them and of course you will see them in heaven so let's continue our reading i so i have answered all the question i think i received i received from yesterday so revelations chapter 14 is the lamb and the 144 we know that they were sealed initially you know and they were they were prevented from partaking they were set aside just like you know god set aside goshen when he was dealing with the land of egypt the 144 had been set aside from from practically all of the trouble that has come from the trumpet from from the trumpets that have been that have been blown they have not been touched okay but now the antichrist this beast not the antichrist riding on the white horse this beast possessed by satan that has risen from the death he will be able to kill the 144 it says the lamb and the 144 then i saw the lamb standing on mount zion and with him were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads you know and that is very symbolic having his name written on their foreheads means they belong they belong to they belong to christ they belong to to god the father okay that is what it means when he says that they, they have his name you know and the name of his father 
written on their foreheads. It says, And I had a sound from heaven like the roar of a mighty ocean waves or the rolling of loud thunder. It was like the sound of many apis playing together. In other words, John is looking or seeing into into heaven. Mount Zion is not on earth at this time. Mount Zion is in heaven. What John is seeing is in heaven. This 144 have been slain. They have been killed. He says, this great choir sang a wonderful new song in front of the throne of God and before the four living beings and the 24 elders. No one could learn this song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. Okay, so they have been killed. They have been redeemed from the earth. They have died. Okay, their blood has been shed. They have been redeemed from the earth. They have kept themselves as pure as virgin, following the lamb wherever it goes. They have been purchased from among the people on the earth as a special offering to God and to, to the lamb. They have told no lies. They are without they are without blame. Okay? So they have been redeemed from from the from, from the earth. So um next we see these three angels. These three angels go forth from the presence of God proclaiming three unique message. Now these messages you know are what we call in Bible study proleptic messages proleptic messages proleptic messages are uh, messages that talks about a future that is certain okay a future that is certain that has been uh been being preordained okay so it they are usually about a future that has not yet come okay a future still to come but is certain to come okay just like you look at Mary giving birth to Jesus, all right? If you read the Old Testament, you see many proleptic messages talking about that the virgin will conceive, you know, and she will give birth to a son, and you will call his name Emmanuel. That's a proleptic message, okay? So these angels begin to proclaim proleptic message about the things that are about to occur on the earth. Let's see if we can take we can take them and then we stop today can continue um revelations chapter 14 tomorrow it says and i saw another angel um i saw another angel flying through the sky carrying the eternal good news to proclaim to the people who belong to this world to every nation tribe language and people what is the eternal good news christ (laughs) is the only way to be saved yes receive christ and be saved okay um but majority of the people in the world at this point have rejected god the 144 are out of the earth okay they have saved billions of people okay uh but yes god is still giving people you know every chance they can get for them to be saved and this angel look at what this angel is saying fear god it's a prolific messenger he shouted give glory to him for the time has come when he will sit as judge. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the seas, and all the springs of water. The Antichrist might be claiming that he is the one that made them. No, he just showed up on the scene. The one who truly made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water is God himself, God the Father. The angel says, fear him. 
because the time has come when you will sit as judge. That's proleptic. Mm -hmm. It is certain it is about to happen. The angel is actually saying, Next, another angel, verse 8, then another angel followed him through the sky, shouting, Babylon is falling. That great city is falling because she made all the nations of the world drink the wine of her passionate immorality. To make to drink means to, to, to seduce, to tempt. So Babylon tempted the whole world you know, to drink the wine of her passionate immorality. The angel here is saying that Babylon is falling. But look, Babylon will not fall, I think, until about Revelation 18. So this, again, is a proleptic message. Okay? So let's read the third message, and we will unpack all of them again tomorrow. Then the third angel followed them, shouting, Anyone who worships the beast and his statue, or who accepts his mark on the forehead or on the hand, must drink, must drink the wine of God's anger. It has been poured full strength into God's cup of wrath and they will be tormented with fire and burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and the lamb. Wow. Okay. Anyone who takes the mark, the mark of the beast, we've seen that what the mark is, it is either his name or the number of his name, 666. Anyone who takes it must drink the wine of God's anger. Again, this is a proleptic message. It is still to come. Okay. Um, all right, so we'll stop. We'll stop there today. I hope you gleaned some knowledge uh, again today. I did learn learn some things. Tomorrow we'll conclude um, Revelations chapter fourteen. We'll look about these three proleptic messages, messages, their implication, and then we we'll see this great harvest that happens on the earth. Okay, as this message goes forth, it will be it will be incredible. Once again, I pray for you. You will not miss the rapture in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray this morning. Lord, help us in our walk with you in the name of Jesus. Help us to keep our garments pure. Help us to live for you. Take us deeper in our walk with you in the name of Jesus. We pray this morning. Once again, help us to be strong in our faith in the name of Jesus. We thank you, precious Lord. Help us to love you more and more. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.